This is dedicated to my Tia Barker. We love you. We miss you. And we'll never forget you. Rest in peace. <laughs> All right, we're going to get started. Um, it's been a while. I don't even remember how to do this. Oh, um, yeah, it's been a long time. This is True Murray. Got my co-host, homie JJ, with me. What's up, America? Welcome to another show of Keep It 100 with True Murray and JJ. We've been going for, man, we've been going for a minute. Been a minute. Been a minute. Definitely. For the whole month of August, from what I can remember. Yeah. Been a while. I don't even know what number of show this is. I think it's episode 12, I believe. I don't know. You're supposed to know that. <laughs> I don't know that. I bet no one knows that. <laughs> it's episode 12. Son of a bitch. All right. Who's a bitch, J-Hub? My fucking breaker blue. Oh, bitch. <laughs> they have breaker blue. So All right. Well, of course, we got to introduce everybody because it's been so long. And I'm going to start with the ladies first. I'll start with uh, Mr. Johnson. Hi everybody, I'm Ginger's wife, Mrs. Johnson. We have two beautiful daughters, Ava and Mila. Mila is in heaven. She passed away from brain cancer back in March of 2019. Um, that's about it. That's about it. All right, Nicole, you're next. I'm Nicole. I'm next wife. Um, we have two kids, Elizabeth and Roman. They're six and almost three, so it's busy around here. <sighs> and a dog. Can't forget her, Lily. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Keisha. I'm Keisha. Um, I'm Albert's pain in the ass. Here. I don't know. I have three kids. Two of them's for sale. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Two kids are for sale. <laughs> you buy one, you get one absolutely free. There's no refund on that. One's potty trained, one's not so much, but it's okay. We got it. Last past couple weeks, I've had to deal with some things. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. That that, that has been one of the hardest things in my life to do just yet, far by yet. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into Uh, that. But I can just say that I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you, dear. All right, let's start. Let's start with the fellas. Uh, J Hub. J Hub, you still there? I'm here. Yeah, now I'm here. T Pain, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, introduce yourself. Uh, J Hub, got thirteen year old kid. Uh. Don't really do a whole lot, but work and sleep. Oh, you do. You do, you do. spend time with my girl and her kids. 
I'm a very boring person. Ain't that boring. All right, Nick, you're next. It's Nick, how born, how raised. That's it. I'm going to put it for kids. All nerve-wracking. They're all for sale. And who's the phone is dinging? Mine are not for sale. No. Somebody got to put their phone on mute. Got it. I got it. By the way, hey. we, got, we got a buyer for one of our kids. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> JJ, you're next, my man. What's up, everybody? I'm JJ. Uh, I got a beautiful wife. Two beautiful daughters, like my wife said previously. I also got a son, and just a 37 years young black male trying to get a piece of that American pie. Yeah. Okay. Don't say that word. That makes sense. You know. All right. I am too Murphy. I got some kids. I got big moms. I got pain in my ass from Keith who's now Miss Murray, which that that's cute. I'm not gonna have to get the ring. That's cute. <laughs> um, before we start, I want to say happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Mama. Not to yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> get it, but listen, I, I don't want to have to do this, but unfortunately, we do have to do this. Um, for those of you who listened to the last show, uh, my Tia was on the show, a, a fan favorite, and uh, mine turned into family, and unfortunately, she is no longer with us. Um, Keisha, I'll let you talk more about it. Uh, go ahead. Um, she was shot on a senseless, on senseless gun violence. Um, she, she, y'all know she was very beautiful, very intelligent. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, it, it was just really senseless. The, the people, I, I, I really don't know what to say. That's all you got to say. She was a beautiful soul else. taken from us way too early That's over right. some bullshit. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to, I just want to say for the person who who did it. Um, I hope you get everything you fucking deserve. Every fucking Every fucking thing of it. I don't feel no remorse for you. I don't feel sorry for you. you fucking die. That's how I feel. If I knew he was, I'd spit in your fucking face. But with me knowing 
you know, my tea is she wouldn't want us to be sad and stuff. She'd want us to be no. and live she our would, She wouldn't want us to be angry. She wouldn't want us to hold no grudges, nothing. She would just want us to move on and be positive. Like yeah. she said, like she said, one door closes, two more opens. Just got to figure out what door, what doors those are that you need to turn the doorknob on. Right. Yep. And she was a very happy person who lived life to the fullest. And I plan, I plan on doing that. And I just want to say to everybody, so I love all of you. Thank you for all you in my life. And get into the topic. Um, before we get into the topic, I don't know whose TV that is, but I can hear the, the TV. Shut you know damn well it's my kids' TV. Well, turn it the fuck down. <laughs> come make me. You want me to come make you right now? <laughs> Close the door or something. Shit. All right. Anyway, let's get it going. Uh, like I said, today's topic is why don't Black Lives Matter? Now, if you think they do matter, you can say that they do. Um, I don't think they matter. Uh, who wants to answer this first? Yeah, I don't think that black one. You personally don't think. As far as society, I don't think they matter. I know, but I'm saying I don't think they matter to society. Gotcha. Understand? Thank you. Understand? Yeah. Appreciate. Okay. Yeah. So, Mrs. Johnson. How do you feel about this? Um, well, you know, looking at my Facebook time timeline and seeing everybody's posts and stuff, it <clears> is <throat> really sad that in 2020, this is even a fucking topic. I feel disturbed that the African-American historians before you spent so much time and effort and blood, sweat, and tears to make a difference for the Black community. And here we are in 2020, fucking acting like we're back in slave days. This is, it's, it's bullshit, it's frustrating, but I do see a mix of people that I wouldn't even have imagined that feel that Black lives don't matter. And it's disgusting and disturbing. I've deleted so many people off my Facebook that I never thought I would have to. And I, I, I just, so clearly we can see that there are people that don't think Black Lives Matter. And I'm gonna tell you why I think they don't feel that Black Lives Matter. Because I feel like when they hear that Black Lives Matter, they're thinking that the Black fix is up and everybody else is not in the picture. They think that we're, we're trying to be or I say we, but I'm totally white. But I mean, they think that black people are trying to be a superior race by saying black lives matter. Mm -hmm. And that's that's not the case. 
we're just you're just trying to shed light that your lives matter just as much as white lives and you're tired of the injustice you need to stand up and fight and a lot of people just don't see it that way but i personally think black lives matter nicole what do you think i think that they matter um I don't know if you guys seen the recent shooting that happened in Wisconsin. I haven't heard about that. There was a black man man shot in his back seven times. In front of his kids. I just saw it. Yeah, in front of his kids. Yep. By by a white person? Yep. Yeah. By a white cop? Yeah. Yep. This just happened, you said? Yeah, it happened a couple yeah, days. I, say, I think it was yesterday. Wow, wow. Yeah, and that white cop is still free, obviously. Both, well, both of them. Okay, all right. all right. Yeah, he had three. His three children were sitting right in the back seat, and he went to go get in the front seat, and they didn't. Yeah, listen, I don't even tease him or anything I, first. Listen, I don't care what the backstory is to that. They're trained in the academy. You do not. Shoot somebody in the back. If you don't see a weapon, you cannot shoot them. So, where, regardless what this backstory was to well, that that's whole situation, what, those cops are losing their job. Well, and that's, going to jail. that's what they they're should. trying to say is that he was reaching for a weapon. That's what yeah, no, they have to see it. They have to see it. They have to know the weapons there, and they have to see it. They they can assume all they want. They have to actually see a weapon. Wait, Christy pulled it up. She's got the, the story. Go ahead. It says that. Um, so exactly what they said. He he tried to get his in his vehicle. He opened his door, stepped inside. That's when officers um, fired at his back at least seven times. He's in serious condition. The officers have been placed on administrative leave. Which we know that's with fucking pay. Which is they always go placed on leave. They kill somebody and then they get going on vacation. Pay vacation. Um, this is yep. declared through emergency curfews after protests have rocked the city. Um, governor has announced to call in the National Guard, and that's pretty much where it was. All right. Yeah, 2020. Did y'all hear about the story with, uh, I think it's Megan the Stallion? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah what about her? She... Oh, Some dude, that. Trey, I think his name was Trey. Yeah, he shot her in her feet. He shot her and the police pulled him over and she didn't even tell the police she was scared to tell the police what happened because they was all in a car and he had a gun and they were all black and she was scared to even let the police know that she was shot by this person because they were all black and she didn't want everybody to get shot in the car. And that's the wrong answer. People shouldn't have to feel no, like no, that. No, they shouldn't. They, you should be able. You should be able to confine in the police. They're supposed to protect and serve. Yeah, that's the whole point. Exactly. That's the whole point of the fucking police to protect and serve. And when you feel like the ones protect are the ones. Anything. Yeah. The way I see it is, there's good white people and there's bad white people, and there's good black people and bad black people. It's just it has nothing to do with race. It's just the type of person there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the problem we have here in 2020 is that as soon as you see a black man is killed by a police officer on the fucking news, 
the first thing that white people say is, well, what the hell did he do? Was he resisting arrest? Was he doing this? Was he doing that? And we've seen time and time again, that's not the case. They just shoot to kill no matter what. They automatic white men automatically are threatened by black men and they are on this super intense like defense. And so they automatically just shoot to fucking kill. Well, I mean, I don't think you can necessarily all white men are just super intent on that. I I think people were it's the way you're raised, really truthfully. You know, I, I don't see no threat in in a man, another man, until I see something that would state otherwise. Myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm only half white and shit, but I ask that question too whenever I see that shit in the news anymore. I was like, okay, what did he do to get shot? I ask that question. But most of the time, whenever I ask that question, the answer isn't what I thought it should have been for the reason why he got shot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's videos of, of cops unloading their whole freaking magazine into fucking guys in their car, both hands on the fucking steering wheel. Yeah. So, I mean, is it really a race thing? I think it is, because why are you going to shoot somebody when they got both their hands, where you can see both their hands, and you're going to shoot them for what? Because they ain't listening to you? I mean, they're supposed to use non-lethal force first, but they always skip that and go straight to lethal force, because they're triggered at it. And it's not just black guys, but it's there, it's, we only see the black ones because that's what the media no, fucking feeds us. I mean, that happens with people too. Saying it's not just black guys. It is just black guys. There's, there's, this happened a couple years ago. There's a white boy who went to this. Um, I'm not sure y'all heard the story. He was going to this church in the south, predominantly black church, and he killed all the black people in the church. And when the cops arrested him, they took him to get some food because he was hungry. Before they, uh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. The same thing with that. Uh, same thing with that. That white boy. He went to fucking Texas. Drove fucking eight hours to fucking San, uh, El Paso because I was there. Drove eight hours to fucking El Paso to, sh- to shoot the fucking uh, Latinos and experience and shit. Just go there and shoot because he, he listened to what Trump was saying and he looked. He had his own twisted views of what Trump was saying. He went and just shot people that weren't white, kids, women, all kinds of fucking people, but they're all not white. It's like, and he got arrested and fucking was treated nice and shit like that. Wasn't beaten down, wasn't tackled. Walked into the car, gave him water and shit. It's like, really? If that's a black dude, he would have got the fuck the album if not he shot. Him got the the fuck yeah. He would have been murdered. Yeah. He would have had yeah. a knee in the back of his neck until he could breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or maybe they'd shoot him while they're sleeping, like Brown Tech. JJ, what do you, how do you feel about? It? Oh, um, I feel like as a as a as a nation, um, it's like it's like Black Lives Don't Matter. Like it, it's like everyone, like my wife says, twenty twenty, and we still we still have like a we're still fighting for fucking yeah, equality. It's like, it's like, yeah, like, it's like you're still fighting to, to be free, still fighting. To, they have your voice heard and have rights. Like you, you try to protest things. You stand on the knee, you try to kneel, and you know people say that you're disrespecting. You yeah, you get kicked out the league because you're disrespecting the flag. So, so then you, so then people start doing more aggressive protests and rioting, and then you know we're 
everyone they're they're crazy animals you know just why you know this is why you guys get killed because you know you don't know how to peacefully protest so you know you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't you peaceful protest you're wrong you, you aggressively protest you're wrong um, i don't know it's like i don't i don't know if this is ever going to change like it's sad when when you try to say when when people protest and you say black lives matter and you know people argue and say all lives matter i hate when people say oh that. yeah it's the I worst hate I, I hate that response too well all lives can't matter until black lives matter you can't say all lives matter it's still black lives don't matter but you know no one no, black lives don't matter yeah they don't they don't to, 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 to this country or to, to society they don't and it's just that no it's too much injustice is just I, I really feel like it's a cop out and it's an excuse when white people say that no, when they say that um, it's all in the way that you were raised. Mm -hmm. I was raised by a southern man mm -hmm. that was born and raised in Mobile, Alabama, mm -hmm. and um, I had grandparents that didn't believe in interracial marriages, and I have in no way, shape, or form been racist at all ever in my life yeah. and black lives matter racism is taught no one no one is but you have no a choice yeah. but you have a choice as as a grown adult to make that decision you so you have a choice to hate or to love mm -hmm. and so by saying that you know it's a it's a it's a way that you were raised like a way of life for you mm -hmm. to be racist is bullshit you have a fucking brain you can use it and for that to use that as an excuse yeah. is just bullshit. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can agree with you on that. You know, you know uh, one half of the family it was extreme racism. And I mean, extreme. And I was around it a lot as a kid. And, and uh, you know, but I grew up in the projects. And I saw both sides. I saw both sides that way. Mm -hmm. I, I really, you know, like their reason for being so angry about it, I, I, I could never understand it. You know, uh, fuck, I was beat up for being the only white kid that would come outside for three blocks. And then you'd be beat up if you went in the other neighborhoods because you was too poor and didn't belong there. Mm -hmm. And that was just right in little time, you know, Steubenville Hobbs, little time. You know, if you lived in the South End, you stayed in the South End. If you lived in the North End, you stayed in the North End. You didn't go around neighborhoods because, you know, you got beat up just for being not from there. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I, I've seen both, and I, I've seen I've seen it different ways. I mean, my dad took me to Alabama, and and uh, these kids wanted me to come outside and play. And I was like, Dad, there's, there's like 200 black kids. They're just going to kill me. I grew up I grew up in the <clears throat> you know, south, south side of Steubenville. And I got beat up for just being white and being outside. And then once I realized that it wasn't like that everywhere, I don't know what the anger was from or why why I got beat up. I, I never could tell, you know. I mean, I was only sixth grade, not even. But once I come back to Steubenville, I, I realized the whole new view of it all. And, you know, I, I never had an issue with it. But I just, you're right. I had a choice. And I was able to make that choice, you know which way I would fall, mm -hmm. you know, treat any man like the man treats me. I, I guess I, I just learned the golden rule. Exactly. And I can't I say, I can't say everyone follows everyone that claims to be a Christian. 
you can't hit her first again. Yeah. You know, uh, you you can say you're one thing, but unless your actions prove otherwise, then you know your words are useless. And that's a big thing I'm seeing with Trump being our president and so many Christians following Trump. They're the ones that are like, all lives matter and and black lives don't matter and this, that, and the third. And it makes me sick to my stomach that you profess to be a Christian but have so much hate in your heart that you're going to hate a group of people, a race of people, a whole fucking race, that you're going to have that much hate in your heart to hate. A race of people. Yeah. That's not Christianity. I'm sorry. That's not the way God wanted his people to be. And it's disgusting. I'm disgusted. Well, is there any way I can rebuttal on this? Uh, Let's do it. Look, I I say, I say, I've said this before to True Murray. I don't support the whole cause of Black Lives Matter. Not all the guidelines. If you read them all, some of it is just off the wall wacky. I believe the concept is exactly what needs to be out there, though. Black lives do matter. You need to make sure of that. And I believe that they need to do a complete restructuring of the police forces everywhere. Maybe even new new, uh, neurology, uh, sorry, new exams to, you know, test these people. Yeah. if they're trigger-happy motherfuckers, you don't need them on the police force. The, the police are to protect and serve. I'm not saying every single officer out there is a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, I've met a lot of officers that were complete dicks to me for no reason. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just because just because of whatever happened to them throughout the day. And I I'm, can't say for sure. I've had guns pulled on me. I've, I've had it all. But then I'm, I've met cops who were just like, all right, look, man, you, you, ain't, you can't be doing this. You know, here's your ticket. It, it is what it is. You're going to have to deal with it, pay it or whatever. All right, what do you got to say, Chrissy? Okay, I'm just going to clap back and just say that I understand that a lot of people um, that are against Black Lives Matter movement are saying that they're like a radical group and this, that, and a third. I will say this, that a lot of people profess to be part of the Black Lives Matter movement but they are radicals, just like there's radical Islamic people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not all Muslim people are going to blow up a fucking building and this, that, and the third. But this right. is how they perceive a whole class of of people because and of that, some radicals. And, that, and that's radicals on all sides, right? And so I feel like whether it's alt right, alt left. Uh, in, in, in the Black Lives Matter and in, in, in any movement ever in all time, there's always considered radicals. Right. And Even I, Gandhi had radicals. And I also wanted to comment on your comment about the police force and how they need to retrain the police force because that's an issue that we had in a topic here in Weirton because a Weirton officer was fired for not shooting a, a black man. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I remember hearing that, reading that story. That was messed I, up because he I chose not to use deadly force. He got fired. Exactly. And we personally know, so you know the that. officer that was fired. Um, my husband and I lived next to them for over 12 years. He is a good man. He was, had military background, and his military background helped him to de escalate the situation. Exactly. And I, yeah. 
and he was, he was fired. And our wonderful, wonderful police chief that just stepped down, Rob Alexander, stated in a press conference regarding that issue was that he did not want an officer on his force that was not going to shoot. And so, he, so he just wanted trigger happy fucking officers. Hated, that's mm. why they got rid of him. They didn't want him on the force because he was a liability to himself and to his other officers, and that is why they got rid of him. Can and, I comment on that? Sure. Uh, when I was in the academy, they were teaching us, like, we spent a good deal of time on uh, de-escalation. They teach it in the academy. I mean, it's not a great deal. It's like four days worth of time out of the whole fucking how many weeks it's supposed to be. Exactly. You don't spend a lot of time, but they are trained to do de-escalation, but they do spend a lot of time on like takedowns and holes and you know uh, like uses of force and stuff like that. So no, they don't they don't do a whole lot of de-escalation. But I think majority of the, of the academy should be about de-escalation. Like they teach there us in the military, like they teach us in the military, de-escalate the situation if you can. Like we're over in combat zones with people who don't like us at all just because we're Americans and we're in their country. They don't like us at all. But we're mm-hmm. taught you don't use deadly force unless it's the last option. You de-escalate first. Then, if you have no other options, that's the only time you use deadly force because you can get hemmed up and put in prison for shooting somebody for no just cause. Right. Okay, but here's the problem: if you're a cop, you're not going to get put in prison nope. for killing a black person. Because nope. has any of them got put in prison yet? You're just chewing on me. If they do, and if they do, you gotta. Yes, some some have. Uh, you gotta go, and it didn't yeah, have. No, no, no. It took months and months. It took it took social media to point out the yeah, fact that a cop did a wrong thing yeah. and they needed to look into it and investigate it. They still haven't arrested the cops that, that shot and killed Breonna Taylor. Of course not. But I I wanna I wanna speak on this whole de-escalation thing one last time because I know it's not specifically our topic. However, um I'm part of the Human Rights Commission here in Burton. And we've literally been discussing the fact that if we could, if we could raise the money for our Weirton Police Department to, like, to fund a de-escalation course for our for our police officers, like that, I, I feel like if we could do that, then maybe we would work a step in the right direction, because that case with Stephen Mater isn't our only suspect case here in Weirton. And we're a fucking small town to be having more than, or to have any cases of shit like this. So I, I really do feel like that's something that needs to happen. I feel like that would be great if you were able to do that, but I don't feel like it would change anything because I feel like there's people who just want to kill black people. So they want to do it. I'm a motherfucking police officer. Entirely, in, uh, entirely true. I've yeah. honestly can tell you that I've seen actual police officers and their friends on my Facebook, and they post pretty, pretty shitty stuff that I'm just like, hmm. we have to go through an extensive background check for a fucking job. Just like I'm sure, but I feel like there should be a background to see what kind of shit you put out on social media yeah. and all kinds of shit. Because if, if if they're for a certain type of race or for a certain cause or whatever, that 
is it for all the people that I don't feel like they should be um, they're, they're not supposed to be biased at all. Like the whole they're not exactly. supposed to be biased people. You're not supposed to have biased people as fucking officers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you got a whole force that feels that thinks that same way, that's a yeah. powerful thing. I don't, that's pretty much a game. I don't know if you guys seen this shit, but this shit was crazy. So this this white man built a Facebook group, a racist Facebook group. Got all these people, made it public, got all these people to to add themselves to this group, and he, like, pretty much was fishing for, for racism in his area, but was posting um, memes and all kinds of stuff, letting everybody comment and stuff, and he screenshotted all this shit. There was, like, three, three um, members uh, in the military that he outed and, and police officers in this group and all this stuff. And um, he got them all fired. Oh, he created it. Too. He created it to out racism in his area. And I'm like, maybe we should be fucking doing that shit. Let's, so, let's out these motherfuckers so they can lose their job. I seen something on Facebook. I don't know if you all seen it, but um, it's this little, this little. Uh, it was it was from someone who was saying, oh. This person's life matter, mm -hmm. and it was a little white boy who was killed. Yes. By, okay, you said by, by a black man. Yes, and that I I personally made a comment about this because um, this this young man, this little boy, was shot and killed for riding his bike into the neighbor's yard. A black man shot him execution style in the back of his head and killed this little boy. He was young, however. That black man has been arrested. That black man was arrested right. on the fucking spot. On the spot. He's in jail. He's guilty as fuck. So what I want to say is, what's your point? Exactly. What is your point? I swear to you. I the people you. that posted that. What, what are you, you know what the, you know what the, the story point? was behind that? What I read in the article was he that the, the black guy, dad. the black guy who shot the little boy, apparently was buying drugs with the little boy's dads, who's buying meth. Yeah, another methamphetamines, and a, a, a deal went wrong or something like that. And he said he tried to hit the dad, but got the kid. That's what that's I a, heard. That's a that's a pretty good shot to be aiming for somebody else. Now, mm. I I don't think I I I personally think that was cop out. I do believe the whole drug issue. I think he was pissed that he, he got fucked son. over. Yeah, and yes, yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I was just saying that's what I read in the, in the article. Right. But guess what? He got arrested and he's going to prison and that's what he deserves. Yep. yep. So why can't it be the same way? Yeah. A white cop yeah. kills a black person. Yeah. Why can't they do that? Well, I, I want to see the story where a black cop shoots a white man. See how fast they process his ass. You see that. That's never going to happen. Nope. It took six months. It did. It took six months. Um, Muhammad Noor. Look it up. Who is cool. it? Mohammed Noor, who's, uh, I believe, a Wisconsin police officer, I believe. If I go look it up, I'll let me exit the app. Yeah, he killed a uh, woman from Australia. She got she called in an assault for a rape. And uh, as she was waiting for the police, he, he gunned her down. That, that was the cop that was supposed to come help her. Wow. But it, it took months. He was out for six months before he got arrested. I can't find it. Yeah, my phone's dead, or I'd look it up. I, I can't remember how long. I want to say six months. 
Yeah. Well, well, back to our, our, um, we got our I, look up Escalina as as we speak. Yeah, I'm not finding it. Okay, so here's okay, so let's. Yeah. Okay, so here's something else that I see people saying. That say, well, okay. You These people get administrative leave, no matter if they're white and black. They kill somebody, they get administrative leave before they, before any paid leave. On them. Paid leave. Paid leave. Most of them. Most of them. Not all. True. They get a paid leave until their investigation's done. Usually, like an IBS or whatever, mm -hmm. kind of like internal mm -hmm. affairs. Yeah, but in, in most cases, they have somebody to fucking back them because they don't want their de department and city to, to look, look bad. Yeah. So they get them off. Yeah. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I'm not right. saying that at all. I'm just saying that's how they always do it. The problem is with this is them cameras should never be, have a way to be shut off. Yeah. Them nope. body cams. That, needs, that is, is a big part of reform that needs done. Them body cams need to be no way they can shut them off. Yep. Well, and that's, no why, way. that's why so many cops are actually being caught now because of social media, mm -hmm. because of cell phones, because people are holding yep. the the police department and police officers fucking accountable for their actions. Yeah. Because before, you know there was no fucking accountability. And you notice in those videos that whenever somebody's recording the cops, they get so butthurt and defensive about it, like, you can't record me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why can't I? This is for my protection and yours. Yeah. yeah. You, have every fucking right. Right. Yep. you have every fucking thing. What's wrong with being if you're doing everything because you're not doing it right way. So there's, there's um, people who say, this was actually a, a biracial person who said this, black and white parent. Um, you know, all these black people are complaining about Black Lives Matter. Y'all don't be saying that when y'all killing your own people. I knew you were going to say, yep, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. So we're yeah. we about to get into that. Um, Keisha. Hmm? Yeah, uh, you, you sound so engaged. <laughs> um, I forgot she was on the show. I'll yeah, I'll I'll for a second. She's been so quiet. So, Keisha, how, how do you feel when you hear people say stuff like, um, y'all worried about all these Black Lives Matter stuff, but y'all don't care about the black people that's killing black people and everything. Yeah, they'll say there's Black Lives Matter when you kill each other. Right. How do you You didn't hear what I said? No, because it broke up a little bit. Oh, son of a backstreet boy. When people say well, black people kill black people all the time. So why does all this black lives stuff matter anyway? How does that make you feel? I don't know, a little conflicted, I guess. I, I can't say that they don't have a point. Because if we don't care and we're killing each other, why the fuck should they? Right. Well, I can, and I hate to say it like that. I really do. I hate to say it like that because it makes me sound some sort of type of way. But that's the way they look at it. If we don't give a fuck and we're not changing anything with inside of our community, why should they care about what if it if if, if they're killing off black people or not? We're killing off ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, but white people kill off themselves. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, Every race kills themselves. Yeah, that's not the. That's not. That's a cop out. Because if yeah. I go kill somebody right now, they're gonna come and look for me and arrest me, and I'm gonna go to prison. I'm not gonna right. just get away with it. 
but you can look at any culture, any race, any religion, anything like that. They're all we're they're always killing each other. Then people want to get mad because now other people outside the race is killing them. Like now, yeah, it's an issue. Like, yeah it's exactly. Been, race. This has been genocide overseas for fucking I don't know how long. Still going on. Yeah, look at North Korea. They're still killing their fucking people because they can't fucking post what they want or say what they want or fucking have freedom of speech and nothing like that. They speak against the fucking ruler and they get fucking executed. It's ridiculous. Well, I guess we won't talk about that. But like like I've said before, like I get the whole whole ordeal with, you know, the Black Lives Matter and the whole movement or whatever or whatnot, but we have to start with inside of our own community and we have to start with inside of ourselves before we can start pointing fingers at everybody else. I don't agree with you at all. Yeah, I knew you wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm not, because you mean to tell me that because of people in my community who choosing to kill each other, that um, it's wrong to say that Black Lives Matter? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying that it's wrong to do the movement. And I'm not saying that it's wrong for Black Lives to Matter. What I'm saying is, is if we don't have enough respect for ourselves as a community, they're well, not neither. Well. But then why do they have respect for other people in other communities that kill each other? Because they're not Black. I, I feel this way. <laughs> I, I feel like the violence within the black community is drug related, usually. Usually. Yeah. Now, yeah. the fucking drugs come from? Mm -hmm. The white man. <laughs> like, so I yeah. feel like, I feel like they, I feel like it's a genocide against black people caused by the white man. Like, I, I feel like Black people are killing each other over drugs and money and stuff, but it was placed there originally that, by the white man, right? Am but I right? That's something, but that's something that was orchestrated by the white man to so that we would do that. Yeah. yeah. To, to just eliminate. like with the drugs, just like with the drugs, white the, the white man brought that in here. The yeah. white man brought drugs into the system. It was, man, it was manufactured. They used to sell shit as a fucking as a, a medicine back in the fucking exactly. day, and they realized it was a medicine, exactly. and they was like, okay, put this to the black community, and watch them destroy themselves. Right. Go. You 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 can go. You can go into a black community, and you will find liquor stores on every corner. Oh, yeah. You won't find yeah, no. that in a valley with no. or a suburb. No. Right. You got to drive minutes away to get a fucking liquor store in a suburb. Mm -hmm. And where do they put the black people, the low-income black people? In the projects. In the lowest yep. income of incomes that can be Why do we on have government assistance. All this money. Yeah. Everyone should live in a house. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when, it's like we're trying to get a loan or shit like that, and they ask you your, your race or whatever. I was like, what's my race have to do with me wanting to get a fucking loan? Look at my look at my fucking credit score and all that shit like that. Why does my race fucking matter? You yeah. know what I mean? And, what, and what, what do they do if you're a female? And you don't have no education or little education. You got kids. They just give you money so you can stay in the system. And as yep. soon as you get a man, they take all that money away from you. Yep. Yeah. You're living fucking paycheck. Yep. Yep. 
You got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. You got to get out I'm not saying government assistance is bad. I'm not saying it's bad. And I'm not saying but that's what it should be used for. And that's what it should be. It should be to help people, to help them better themselves, yeah. to help them get an education, to help them get off the system, not stay on it. But that's what I'm saying. Help Can I say something? Get on I don't know if anybody else is going to agree with me on this or not. This is my personal opinion, but like because of like government assistance, like welfare and shit like that, food stamps, shit, like any type of government benefits or assistance you get and you're not working and shit like that, I think you should be drug tested and shit like that. And you have to shit to fill out like a couple applications a week or a month and fill and like turn them in and shit like that. Like show you're trying to get out your situation. People will sit there and fucking use the welfare money on fucking drugs, alcohol, bullshit they don't yep. fucking need. And we're out here fucking busting our asses every fucking day and living like fucking like we're like you know what I mean like just out here fucking struggling to fucking survive. These people just getting fucking free money handed to them while they're getting all ducked up and out their fucking mind and still getting fucking free money from the government. But they keep giving it to them. But there's no there's no fucking there's like no there's no requirements for it. like fucking it's bullshit. Like you should be fucking piss tested or drug tested and all shit like that if you're getting free money from the government, especially if like you're getting money like level and shit like that. You should be fucking what tested. Every fucking month. And since you pop up hot, you lose your fucking benefits. Sorry, not sorry. Well, uh, let me say something here, though. Definitely in the past 20 years, let's say this for sure. This is for sure. Okay. I mean, look at housing in this area has gone to astronomical because of gas and oil food even coming through here. Yep. Now, the regular person can't afford mm-hmm. the rent of these houses because of these people, these people that right. come through with $100,000 a year. There's six or seven of them. They're only there for four or five days a month. And they pay twelve, thirteen, for fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Well, this is not the the area where you make two thousand dollars, you know, to nope. pay on a house because now you have other things, other other responsibilities, and the income ain't there. Your general, even mid level jobs no more do not pay the bills. Nope. They don't. And so if so, there's like to say the breakdown of the whole family system has been happening for many years, to where it's cheaper for you not to be married. <laughs> Woman can, hey, woman can go get HUD and whatever else, some other assistance. The dude sneaks in. He stays in there for a little bit. You know what I mean? They got that money in. I'm just saying, that's the way it's been happening for years. And a lot of people go, look, they wised up to it. That's why you don't see people out there, hey, let's go get married, you know, because they, it, it, it's so hard on them to make it on, on the way the system is run right now. You, you say, you system. know, to jump off the system now is so much harder and harder and harder and harder year by year by year. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. say, all right, here's a five cent raise, uh, you know, a, a general five cents, 50, all right, you make 50 cents more, but now rent's gone up $300. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Uh, well, for like child support, uh, too, you get a little pay bump, they raise your shit by a couple hundred dollars. No, I feel you. And any man that's paid child support, they, they know it can be hurting sometimes. But you know, yeah. I mean, uh, like my my girl, she lives down in uh, Westman Hills. I'm not gonna, they're not really projects where, but she lives down there. Her friend came down the other night and told us that uh, that the lady running that place is trying to charge her nine hundred dollars a month for this little ass two bedroom apartment. Whenever, like, because she got two jobs and shit, she didn't make minimum wage, 
but she got two jobs and she's trying to make her pay nine hundred dollars a month for this little ass because it's based apartment. off of her income. You can get a house. You can get you can get a house for half of that and rent a house for half of that. Your own house, your own fucking yard, your own basement. You're gonna share walls with nobody. You can get that for fucking five six hundred dollars a month. So why pay nine hundred for a little two bedroom? That's why apartment. my husband and I purchased about what my sister's paying. She's paying about seven hundred. Yep. I'm paying five for my little bedroom. Like Keisha, Trumer, you guys see my place. It ain't that fucking big. I pay four. I pay four fifty to five hundred a month. We started place. paying four eighty five, and it kept going up every single year. And we rented for twelve years. And when we when we left our apartment, we were paying close to seven hundred dollars to live in a three bedroom. A three bedroom. We had no yard, no garage, nothing exciting at all. And they told us that, and the reason we left was because they said, um, we're just going to keep going up because of gas and oil, because of, um, mm-hmm. like you said, a couple people that live stay in their place around here for four, maybe four months out of the year, if that. Yeah. He hasn't been on the show in a while, Pablo, but, uh, he was doing the gas oil fields, and he would have to go and like stay in like rent places, like small places, like smaller than my place. He's paying six hundred dollars a month for just like like splitting the rent with like three other fucking dudes for a small little mm-hmm. apartment because they want gas and oil. Because them fucking landlords see them coming through and they're like, oh, I can track my shit up. And when the Wyoming, boom. when the Wyoming boom hit, it was a thousand dollars a week to live in a tent. Damn. No wow. joke. Walmart paid thirty dollars an hour. No joke. I you couldn't afford nothing. Thirty dollars an hour, you still couldn't afford your place. Yeah, no, because they were paying three, four thousand dollars a month, where there might only be two, three hundred houses. That's insane. Yeah, it was insane. I know, I know a lot of guys lived in tents for a thousand dollars a week, Mm-mm-mm. and they Mm-mm. paid five dollars a day for I a, five dollars a day for a mobile shower. Jump in the back of a truck and get shower with about nine hundred dudes waiting to get in line. All right. Yep. So All right. Like you I'm gonna get that tent. That's it. I'm gonna go to the store. Get the tent. What? You couldn't buy nothing <laughs> at the stores. They couldn't. They couldn't keep it fast enough. There was family starving out there. Hey, I meant to say this earlier. Does anybody else find it odd that they said that the coronavirus affects blacks and Latinos more than it does whites? I just had this conversation with my cousin. She is a emergency room nurse in D.C. <laughs> and she said probably 80% of her um, COVID cases are Hispanic. Because they want to yeah. kill the minorities. Yeah, it's kind of odd how a virus just pops up and all of a sudden it's only affecting well, two, you, two races. She was telling me that they had like a they have um, Zoom calls, like conference calls about COVID and like new guidelines and re- regulations weekly. And she said that they were doing some type of um, genetic testing on some of the patients because they thought that maybe there was a predisposition or pre what's that word pre like a like a marker in their genetic that yeah. it like makes them susceptible to this certain virus mm-hmm. a little weird because i when it first started they said it was a different it was a stronger form of uh the, C- the sars virus yeah, yeah right okay. 
They, they said that's what they said it was, but that shit affected everybody. But they didn't go through lockdowns or shit like that. They didn't shut the country down, mm-hmm. nothing like that. But this shit comes out, and all of a sudden now it's just like it's like it's targeting different races except for one particular well, what race. I heard from uh, 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 supposed to be a nurse in San Francisco talking about that it has a 78% makeup of SARS. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's a good so, percentage. Yeah, so the other 22% is, is, is a different makeup. They don't have nothing to mess with. They don't know <laughs> exactly. They, they still don't know. I and mean, they're still, you know, they're, they're rushing a vaccine right now and they don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, they're doing those little, those little band-aid ships with little mm-hmm. micro needles in it and stuff. That Trump said that shit should be released by around election time. Oh, convenient. I seen this morning on the news that it said they were using the plasma from people who recovered from COVID. Had it. Give to oh. patients, but like the first 17 out of 20 patients died. They were given the plasma. What? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not a big conspiracy person. I'm from Pablo's department, but I just think it just seems a little co- too coincidental for me. Does, you know what I mean? It does. Well, I'm just using common sense here. That's all. I'm just using common sense. It just don't something ain't adding up to me. Well, um, listen, everybody's not going to agree with me because I know there's some atheists on the show, but um, <laughs> the Bible does talk about plagues. Talks about this. It's ain't nothing new. Now, you want, whether you want to choose to believe the Bible or not, but another thing is, um, I think we all need to be careful because I don't know who they are, but I think they're trying to start a race war. I think so too, man. I'm ready. Random, but did you know that there are still some schools that are segregated? They yep. they changed a law or something down down south. south. So yep. so a lot of schools went back to segregation. When I didn't know this. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to tell you when. I will look that Imagine if they tried that down here. Um, they tried that in, in Toronto. It would be like ten black people in the school. This article is from. From March of twenty. You hear him? You hear him? You're looking for him. You just don't see him. Yeah, she hears you. She can't see you. She can't find you. She's getting a little pissed off. Um, so it says here that I'm trying to see what the law was called, but they reversed or whatever. So the black kids go to school separately now? That's what you're saying? Yeah. But what about the biracial kids? It says, look, it says, although quite a few school districts in the South are still subject to federal oversight, many resegregated after changes in the law made it easier for federal courts to release them from supervision. 
In other parts of the country where cities were segregated, but not by law, the only way to integrate was through metropolitan desegregation plans that crossed into it says in 1974, the United States Supreme Court case limited power of federal courts to order integration across school district uh, boundaries. So let me see if it's a, keep going. And I'll keep going. Mm. So, so how do we how do we um, how do we change this? How do we get equality for all people? Uh, I think one of the one of the first steps should be one of the bigger steps should be uh, not letting these motherfuckers sit on the same bench for fucking thirty some plus years. Ain't shit gonna change till they change yeah. that shit. Yep. I mean, it's honestly, you can, you can blame the president, you can blame whoever you want, but it's fucking Congress and the Senate. The people get to send those fucking bitches till they're fucking ninety five years old. Well, and uh. You got to get out and vote. You got to vote the right people in. I, yeah. I've been voting. Every year I've been I, voting. I literally get irritated a- when people are like, oh, well, that motherfucker is against black people. And this, well, don't fucking vote for him. Get up. Get, exactly. your, get your register to vote and vote the people out of fucking office. They make us vote in the military. Like we have to register and we have to vote. Like we have to do it because we're in the military shit. We have to vote. We have to show like our leadership, like our fucking like our voter registration forms, whatever like that. We have to show them that to prove them that we registered yeah. and shit. Like it's it's but like people who want something and bitch about fucking politics and politicians like that, but don't but decide not to fucking vote, don't say a word to me. Because you ain't doing nothing but bitching. You ain't helping yeah. the cause at all by just sitting on your ass. I also nothing. feel like a change needs to happen in each community. Like you need to mm-hmm. meet with your councilmen, meet with your city officials, and see what you can do on a normal person level. Like, it, clearly, we ain't celebrities. We're not going to get, you know, a lot of attention. But if you can do something in your community to make a positive impact so that we can bring black people and white people together in our communities, then maybe it can trickle into the next city and. I think that we, all we, happens we, in the, the house team. first. You know, if, if the house ain't right, then your community ain't be right. You know what I mean? Agreed. That's what I was gonna say too. You know, you need we need to unite with one another. Yeah. In order, you know, exactly. you you need to be one. But yeah. like for instance, yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, I lived on South Sixth Street. So I didn't live in the projects, I lived right outside the projects. And that's where I grew up. And I remember if I did something and I was outside and my mom didn't catch me and someone else caught me, I not only got my ass whooped by that person, but by my mother, by my uncle, by, yep. you know, I got my ass whooped by the person down the street. I didn't even fucking know, you know, nowadays you can't do that because people are, you better not touch my fucking child. Yeah. And then wonder why your child grew up. Mm-hmm. Being a drug dealer or shooting guns or doing the dumb shit they're doing is because they have no structure in our life because we don't know how to unite together. Not only that, you can't do that just because you might you gotta whoop, whoop your child. But nowadays, people scream out abuse or something like you like whooping is, is abuse. I mean, there's a limit to it, of course, but 
Yeah, you just you just be smacking the child, trying to stay straight. When I was growing up, when we got, we was growing up in our generation. That was abuse. Yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but it set us straight. Yeah. Right. For the record, me being an education person, we were abused growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, but um, I wanted to say something. I'm going to start with the voting. Yeah, I do vote. But however, I do understand that people that don't vote, because a lot of people voted for Obama, and people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but what did Obama do for black people while he was in office? Besides legalizing marijuana. Stupid. I'm and that's not even federally legalizing it. Exactly. Right. But I'm just saying, we had a whole black president. What changed for black people, though? So, I'm just saying. And that's that's just one. But, but another thing we need to do to change things is education. They need to teach children the truth about black people. How we weren't all slaves, okay? We were inventors as well. We and we didn't come. All of us didn't come from Africa. Some of us was already here. Many slaves were inventors. Many slaves were inventors. There's a lot of slaves that come out and did invent. You know, unfortunately, you know the patent office. That motherfuckers are crooks. They took their idea, yeah. made it their own, made money off it themselves. And they Look at Aunt Jemima and shit. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's rights, shit like that. They're changing the names of that shit because it's all owned by white people and shit. They're using black people as a marketing tool. It's been like that for about, before I was born. So, you know, education reform is important. And as far as the whole the parenting today, one of the main reasons why parenting is so bad is because kids are having kids. Yep. So how do you expect a teenager to raise a kid? They're still no. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I was 17 when my son was born and shit, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job as raising yeah, him as a man, as somebody who can contribute yeah, to society. Like, I grew up pretty damn quick. You were 17 and that kid? What's that? You're doing good now because you're 31 now. But when you were 17, what did you do? When I was 17, I was still doing what he needed, like what he needed and shit like that. I, I didn't do a whole lot of stupid shit. And plus, you know, I was raised better than that and shit like that. Like my dad, my parents wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me fucking be a wild parent and shit like that. They made me fucking take care of my kid when I was younger because, you know, I was 17. I didn't know the fuck I was doing. That's your thing. But thanks to my parents, kept me on the path and shit. I joined the military and shit. You know, I'm I'm somebody my son can look up to. And that's what I'm trying to teach him. Like be a better person, be a better version of, you know, not me. I don't want to compare him to me, but be better than me. That's what I'm trying to teach my son. Be better than me. Well yeah. So I'm trying to get him like a trying to get see, him like that's a, what, a but that's what he's saying is that, you know, these kids don't have no clue on how to take care of a child because they're still child they're still children themselves. That's what I'm saying. My parents they still help me because I'm still learning. My son's only 13, he's my only one. I'm still learning, and they're still helping me do it. And so does, you know, 
True Murray helps me out too. He gives me advice and stuff like that on my son and shit. You know what I? You it know. takes a village. Everybody has a it takes a village. Thank you. It takes a village. I had first kid. My mom was gone. Dad, I mean, you know, he. I can't depend on him. So not everybody has parents who can help them or parents that want help. Some parents are like, hey, I raised you. You on your own. Yeah. Fuck you, man. You helped raise me too, me and my brother. You watched us a lot growing up. Well, yeah, I made some good money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we had a great, you're our, ba- you're our favorite babysitter, bro. Favorite one. That wasn't a great babysitter, but that's the money. Yeah. You, hey, you, you entertained us. You made us laugh and shit. You fucking played with us and shit. It was good shit. Hey, you didn't die. That's all that counts, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm still here. You made something of yourself. Well, I don't know what happened to his babysitting skills since he got our, our older kids. That's right, Keisha. Oh, oh, oh shit. My oh, bad. They weren't breastfed. The fuck? Man. Come on, leave with, with the titty baby. <laughs> Jay hopped up with a can of worms, man. <laughs> Oh, my bad. I wasn't trying to cause all that, but oh, since why she went out to her little party, we we going to do a guy's night out here soon. That's what's up. Yeah, we are. I already told my girl about it, too. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, does um anybody have anything else to add to this topic? Uh, I'm good. I think we covered this pretty pretty damn good, honestly. I, I I think with the police and the Black Lives Matter thing, or the Black Lives Matters, I think what it is with them is it's a power struggle. They have the power to do it. They're yeah. going to do it, and they're going to continue to do it because they have the power to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the government's trying to label them as a terrorist yeah. organization. And we got to stop making excuses for them. We got to stop saying all lives matter or they're killing each other. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and like, uh, I think it was JJ earlier, yeah, somebody said earlier about uh, not agreeing with all the Black Lives Matter movement, like, that was Nick. And shit. like, that was Nick, I'm sorry, I can't tell who's who over the phone, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I agree with what, how you said that about not agreeing with everything they do, but agree with, like, the principle of the movement, what it's supposed to be yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't think everybody agrees with everything they do either. They have going yeah, on with the movement, so I can't say whether I agree with everything or disagree. Yeah. But what I do, what I would love to know, if anybody has an answer, they can tell me why do some white people hate black people? Because last time I checked, we were the ones that were uh, slaves <laughs> for how many years? We're the ones who are still being oppressed. So why? I think a lot of people. White people I think a lot of white people state that they hate black people based on one inner encounter that they've had with a black person. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So okay. that one negative turned their whole turned life their into okay. negativity against the race. Okay. Well, I think I've mentioned in a previous show or two about my experience in the military about meeting uh, white guys in the military who said they never met a black person until they joined the military. And they had a whole different aspect and like look outlook on black people before they joined the military until they actually got to like, be around them and actually get to know us as a uh-huh. people. 
they were they were grew they grew up racist. They, I one dude admitted to me like, yeah, he grew up racist like that. Never associated with black people and shit like that because when his parents and his grandparents taught him and shit like that, like it was just it was obvious racist shit. But he's a grown ass man, and when he joined the military, he learned they were full of shit. It's just pure ignorance and hate. That's all it was. Mm. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Too. Yeah, I mean, like, like uh, I think you said earlier about, or somebody said earlier about the about uh, about somebody using the cop out about how they're being raised and shit. That's fine and good when you're a child, but when you're a grown fucking adult, you are you have your own brain to make your mm-hmm. own decisions. So if you keep thinking like like you're fucking ten years old with mom and dad is telling you about fucking people instead of like looking at what's actually happening around you. You're just fucking ignorant. You you choose to be ignorant. Yeah, that's all sometimes, it is. And sometimes it, 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 you're like, it, most people are like computers. And I'm not going to say we are computers because mm-hmm. we're not, you know, but we, we're, what we're, what we're around and when it, what's installed into us, nine times out of 10, that's the outcome that you're going to get. So if you are around a family yeah. that are constantly, I don't like black people, black people are shit. They're not this, they're not mm-hmm. that, they're not going to amount to shit. And you always hear that. Mm-hmm. Then as an adult, that's what you're going to think. And that's my, that was my point. That's my point yeah. saying like it's taught. I get your, your own person when you're grown, but you know, that's how the 10 yeah. when you taught something for your whole life. You, that's what you're going to believe until somebody, you know, can prove you wrong, maybe. But yeah, usually right. you're going you're gonna to believe that. Yeah, but you- Yo, it's True Murray from True Murray and JJ. Keep it 100. You want to start your own podcast like me? It's easy. All you got to do is download the Anchor app. It's free to download. It's free to start your own podcast. You can edit your episodes. You can add music to your episodes and have a lot of fun like I do. But your podcast won't be better than mine. But if you want to have your own podcast... Anchor's the app to do it. So download the Anchor app now and get started. I'll be listening. Yeah, you can. And you can reprogram a computer. You yeah, you can reprogram saying, people, so... but it, it it it's a little harder when it's a person. I mean, once they got in the real world and shit and actually intermingle with other races and cultures, they're going to see like it's not what they were told their whole lives. Like it's up to them as a fucking human being and a, and a grown ass fucking person to make that fucking connection in their hand. Like they ain't what I was told they were. Like it's just like you make all anybody can make excuses all they want about people not being racist like that. The point of the matter being is when you're an adult, you either choose to be ignorant or you choose to fucking reboot your fucking way, think, uh, right. way of thinking. Yeah. That's it. That's, I don't give a fuck what excuse they have when you're a grown fucking adult out in the fucking real world and you choose to be fucking racist. That's your fucking issue. Okay, but here's, here's like, another thing. You can be racist. Because I was also taught if you don't find nothing nice to say to somebody, don't say nothing at all. But we don't all have to get yeah. along and sing kumbaya and we well, all love each other, but we can respect each other without being... Yeah, well, yeah, but you got those ones that can't even fucking do that basic fucking human decency about being just fucking civil people. They want to fucking look at you and fucking start fucking talking out their fucking ass. Because I've experienced that a few times just out of nowhere. I'd be walking the fucking store or something like that and somebody fucking yell nigger or some shit. Yeah, but you, you, you're you never going to get through to that person. 
No, I don't think you can be racist. No, all they're, all they're going to talk is all they're going to talk is ignorance. You know, yeah. the idea if you yeah. talk to a stupid person, you're never going to win the fight unless you go to their level. Then you've already lost anyway. Mm-hmm. So yep. you, you, you can't, can't argue with stupid. Might be ignorant. They're just going to be ignorant. Yeah, you can't argue with stupid. I think I've said this on a. So you can't fight a crack. Oh. I think I've said this on a podcast before, but I really feel like um, black history needs to be more prominent in the school system because yeah, I feel I like. Oh, sorry, I was out of no, the room. No, you're good. No, but you're because good. I feel like a lot of white kids learn black history at home and it's not educated, most of it's not factual. Yeah. And I feel like if they were, if they learned about the oppression that a certain race went through, in school and and like we see we see visuals in history in history books about indians and this out of third mm-hmm. if they put if they put hardship pictures pictures that that yeah. really put you on a level of the oppression that that the black race went through i feel like a lot of white people would grow up and have some respect for the black race yeah see i've had somebody before like <clears throat> Uh, comment is actually a former NCO of mine when I was at duty. Don't remember his name. His name's not important, but he did mention uh, he was he's made he made a comment about Black History Month. Like I don't see why they have, to have a whole month fucking blah 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 blah. I was like, and somebody spoke up and said because white history is taught year round, and like they designated a month for Black History, but it's like but Black History should be taught year round, just like white history is always Agreed. taught year round. Right. Like it's taught, right. It, yeah. It should be year fucking round. You're trying to cram all, all this fucking what hundreds of hundreds of years of fucking oppression and shit like that and abuse into one month. Yeah, black I history agree. ain't gonna work. History it's gonna work. That's the point. It truly is black history. It is, is American history. Yeah. Well, and I'm it they're admitting it. And then um, it's the shortest day or the shortest month of the whole year that we that that it, yeah. that it's in. Well, they're admitting it for mm-hmm. a reason. They're they're omitting it from the history books because it was something wrong. That they know that they did wrong to the black people, but they don't want to own up to that shit. So they just don't. They just don't teach it. Nope. So I thought that makes uh, and their cop out is well. And their cop out is always well. I was never a slave, and you were never a slave. I never owned a slave. Blah blah blah. blah. It's like that's not the point of the fucking discussion. The discussion is on the podcast about. I know I said. I know I said. I know I said. Yeah, well, I was under the influence at the time. But anyway, <laughs> but that, that's that's their cop out. That's the people's cop out. I used that cop out before too. And then after actually thinking about what I said and the topic and like that, I was like, that was pretty ignorant of me to even fucking say that. Well, but, I also saw somebody but, post on my Facebook a while back, like when all this stuff was going on where someone was like, only in America could um, black people, you know, cry Black Lives Matter, but they have all black colleges. And I commented and I was like, that's because you fucking segregated all the other colleges. They had to build their own fucking college because they could get an education because you guys wanted to weed them out of your fucking education. And I I hate when people do that. They say, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you guys think about Black Lives Matter, but uh, look at LeBron James. Like that don't got nothing to do with that. Us having black colleges don't got nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or whatever y'all, whatever they. That's, that's about education. They, the reason that they teach us what they want to teach us is because they want us to know 
we're the superior race. Always the race. That's why these white people not all That's why these white people are getting so upset about all all lives matter. What about us? What about us? Mm-hmm. It's not about you. Y'all been mattering for years. Yeah, black history. Y'all yeah, history. you probably got pulled up, and this is like my last interaction with a human being before I get fucking killed and murdered for a fucking simple traffic stop. They ain't got to worry about that shit. That thought never comes across their fucking mind. They can cuss a fucking cop out and then drive the fuck off. And no, they happens. don't. And these are the same people who cheer and <laughs> their head off of their favorite black athlete on their favorite sports team. Mm-hmm. But let, but let that athlete step out of line and, and uh, uh, take a knee during the anthem. Oh, get him out of here. Oh, oh he's yeah. disrespecting the military. Oh, he should go back to Africa. Yeah. I just want to state that a white person, I have been pulled over, well, I don't know, probably over 20 times in my, in my lifetime. And I'm, before I started having a black man in the vehicle with me, I always got off. Never got a ticket, nothing. Just have a great day. However, Funny how that the works, first huh? time I had a black man in my vehicle, you lost your white privilege. I had to open the door from the outside. I had to walk backwards to the police car, put my hands on the hood. They searched me, wow. searched my vehicle, took my windshield wipers off my vehicle. Damn. I swear, they tore my car all the way up. <laughs> I, I still didn't get a ticket. They just searched me for no fucking reason. Wait, why are they taking windshield wipers off? Or did I hear that wrong? What'd you say? <laughs> did you say they took your windshield wipers off? windshield wipers off? They said that people hide drugs down in the, where the... Well, so, so, you want, so that's dumb as fuck, though. If you drive in a car, though, why the hell would you put them on the outside of the car? Why would you? you they would see that. I'm telling you, they took my my spare tire out of the trunk. They took it out and searched the inside of the spare tire. Now, I, that I can understand because well, they, they ripped my fucking yeah. car apart. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I've been pulled over quite a few times, and nine times out of ten, I've gotten off with just a warning. Yeah, I will say that. And I'm I'm a mixed race. I'm half white, half black. But most of my experience with cops have always been positive more than negative. That's just my experience. I can't say that for everybody, but that's my experience right. with police. That ain't mine. So, well, that everybody experiences different either. things and shit. But yeah, my, my kids dark I'm just saying, like, I mean, I still fucking take my hands off the fucking steering wheel and shit. I don't move unless they tell me to move. And then when I do, I use the opposite hand and I turn the fucking dashboard lights on and shit like that so they can see everything in the fucking car. You ain't shoot me over a fucking misunderstanding because I got my fucking cell phone or my wallet because you told me to grab my fucking ID. Man. Like, no, I'm not dying over a misunderstanding. So, it's, it's nice that we were able to come back. Uh, what are we going to talk about next week? Where's Nicole at? Nicole's still there, Nick? Yeah. Ba- barely, man. She's barely holding on. Barely. <laughs> she said it's bedtime. Yeah, she was ready for bed an hour before this show. Come on, all right? Well, thank you, Nicole. Nicole, what are we going to talk about next week? Um, I don't know. All right, we're not going to talk about that. 
<laughs> we talk about next week. <laughs> we talk about. I, I don't even know if this is a topic that we need to talk about, but with this whole pedophilia shit going on in the world, no. listen. Why did I look up a statistic and they said the the average rate of a child losing their virginity is fourteen? Why did that disturb me on such a high level? Because my daughter's eleven, and Hold I'm just on. like, I can't even imagine. Her I, at 14. Hold on, because I, I know Bro, I lost, that's when I lost mine, but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm I, what I want to say is I know people and females from around this area and down in Toronto as well that lost their virginity when they was 12. Okay, 14 yeah. is an average, so if you think about it, there has to be a lot that are younger. If, that, mm-hmm. if 14 is the fracking average, it's that's a scary. Yeah, definitely today's society. Yeah. I was about fourteen, fifteen when I was like, but medieval times, girls were getting married at that age. Getting married. Welcome Elvis Presley's wife around that age. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. About him now. Yeah, yeah. where's the Elvis Presley special? Yeah, exactly. I think you lightweight obsessed with Elvis Presley because you always want to talk about him. Because he's a fucking child rapist. So when do you think? When do you think uh, a right age to talk to your child about sex? What, like, when's the... Man, what, what, what I don't doing? know. My mom, my mom, yeah, my mom, my mom talked to me about it and my sisters whenever we had our, whenever we started our menstrual cycle. Well, let me tell you, my daughter's already at my, I have unofficially adopted a child here at the house. So I have two girls at the age of 11 in this house. And both of them have asked me questions lately that were shocking to me. Like, what is a condom? How do you use it? Uh, how does a man have sex with a woman? And they're 11. And so they're hearing this shit because of social media and TikTok and all this bullshit that we didn't have when we were kids. And I'm just like, dear God, do I really have to have a whole blown, a whole full blown conversation about sex at 11? Hey. Word of mouth is faster now than ever was. Yeah, but I think it's best yep. to just sit down and if they're asking those questions, you need to be honest and tell them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel as if the more knowledge they have on it, the less they, they're they likely to indulge yeah. into it. Because I was telling my daughter, I didn't know I didn't know what a period was when I started my period. I I was shocked. I, I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? Because my mom was embarrassed to have a conversation with me when I was younger. Right. I'm going to have a conversation with you. If you have a question, I would rather you come to me than look it up on the internet and not get facts. Or, or go to somebody else that doesn't know what the hell they're talking about exactly. and they didn't fed your child wrong information. Exactly. Well, I got the perfect answer for that when they come to me with these questions. I'm gonna say, go talk to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, girl, no, uh, I'm talking about the pedophilia thing. Like, 300 kids went missing in Columbus this month. Yeah, I saw that. Month. Wasn't it like 855? Oh, uh, it might have been. It was 300 when I last saw it. They said they said there was a thousand a thousand children missing in Ohio, but just in Columbus, I thought it said 855. Just, just, just in Columbus. Yeah. 
there's some sick ass conspiracy thing going on. Is R. Kelly out? With these children. It's like a big ring of people that is involved. With well, them. I don't know if you guys just saw that. I watched like a like an hour long live video last night from Sandusky, oh, Ohio man. at Kalahari where the, this black family was there with their friends at a fundraiser that they were putting on at Kalahari and this group of white ladies, there's three of them, put bags over the black kids' heads and were trying to kidnap them. And they well, called the, we gotta take our kids. They called the police and the police came and Kalahari wouldn't press charges against these women. They just asked them to leave the hotel. That's they did not arrest them. That's nothing. They asked one person out of the three groups to 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 leave. And that's exactly why black lives don't matter. Don't matter. But it's just like fucking disturbing about all the things that we're hearing. But if want to be some white kids, I would have a SWAT team there. You would have made it out of the hotel. would have been a whole SWAT team there if there was white kids. Yeah, you would have I agree. I think that topic would be a good one for next week. I agree with you, Tina. I the normalization of pedophilia now. That's yeah. the problem. I, I think that's, 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 that is a... The, it, you said that, the normalization of pedophilia? It is happening more and more every day, my man. It really is. It really is. And it's like, it's like people are... I don't know. It's well, like, if you want to talk about it next week, you got to stop talking about it now. All right. We're done. Right. I, I, I can go for fucking hours. Oh, we I have all my. Yeah, I got some stuff. We've been watching. John and I have been watching the Epstein documentary. I watched that. I watched that. Oh, I, I didn't watch that yet. Is it good? Dude, dude, all I gotta say is, dude, dude. And there's, there's a lot of shit you ain't hearing. About. I know, dude. I, I, I don't even listen. Oh, no, we're saving it for next Save week because I got some shit. Hey, hey, today, today, a French guy went to, is, is getting executed by firing squad for 300 counts of rape for minors. Nick, wow. we're saving it for next week. I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Hey, you're saying too much. All right. Hey, good night, y'all. I need to let Miss Price go to bed. She's good, night. good night. Good night. Good night, Nicole. Good, good night. night. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, Miss Murray, when when did you change your name to Miss Murray? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. At least you spelled it right this time. <laughs> spelled Murray up. <laughs> I should have put the A in there to piss him off. No, she said. She said. Looked at our daughter and said, "I thought she got your last name before I did." <laughs> I feel like it's a valid question. How do you answer that question? Because uh, she's my daughter. That's why. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So next week's topic is what exactly? Yeah. How are we? Just kind of yeah, yeah, all together, or yeah, you gotta say more than that? Yeah. Um, um, the popularization. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should throw in there, you know, when is the right time to talk to the kids also. 
you know, when is the right time to sit them down and talk to them about the normalization, the normalization of pedophilia. Of pedophilia. Okay. And we'll lead into that. And we'll talk about the kids, too. Yeah, yeah, we'll. You know, it's leading to other things. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we got to say something more than that. Like, the normalization of pedophilia. I feel like it's missing something. Why is pedophilia more normal now than ever? Um, why is it accepted? Why is Maybe. pedophilia more accepted? Yeah, why does it seem to be accepted? Um, in I today's, don't, yeah. In today's society. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a specific topic to look up on your own so we can discuss it next week. Okay. Oh, so you're giving us homework. I am, because you know that they're trying to currently I change know that. a lot. I know that already. I know that. They're trying to make it legal. Yeah, it's crazy. That the legal consent Mm -hmm. to have sex with a a child would be four years old. Yeah. Wow. How is that a legal consent? I heard that. Where? A four-year-old doesn't even know all their colors yet, let alone to know what their body parts are. Exactly. Four-year-olds. And they're trying to normalize pedophilia and say that it's just like you know how just like a gay gay, gay is, people can is a classification of a person they're trying to say they can't change that they're they're uh, a pedophile right. uh, you, you, you gotta be a sick individual to think uh, like that you gotta you be you guys need to look that shit up on your own so we can where talk is this about happening at? here West Virginia? in the united states <laughs> wow i don't know i get that i'm saying where's oh. is there certain states that's trying to do this right now well, that's your father homework look wow. it up I know, where's Is I'm the normalization of domestic because I'm about to slap. <laughs> I'm gonna delete all this part out. Are you? Maybe. Might be different. But no, I'm gonna delete this part out because I gotta say something before I get off here. I had a feeling things like this was gonna start happening once they started legalizing gay marriages. Because I was always thinking in my head, okay, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. ABC, I don't know. Ain't that a thing? I thought I heard thought somewhere that that was okay. Maybe an animal. They might. Marry your dog and fuck your dog. But like, I like, can't. Like, you know, that's a little like, yeah, I mean, in medieval times, like, uh, I don't know how young. I know at least 14. I don't know if it was younger than that. But like, yeah, 14 year old girls were yeah. marrying old ass. Mm-hmm. Kings, mm-hmm. like in their forties and shit. So. Yeah, and it's like they're trying to bring that back. Yeah. But but four year old babies, I'm fuck, this is the end of the world. Like this is some, this is some. Yeah, Jesus coming back. This is some end of the world shit. Like it's getting crazy now. That's fucking ridiculous. We're all this world is going is going to hell. Damn. And that's because the, the even though and I I don't believe everything in the Bible, but that's because the Bible said this is the devil's playground. Yeah, yeah, this is some, this is some. This is some that's what he is doing. The devil is working very, very hard right now. Seriously, this is some end of the world type shit. You don't got no playground no more. You got music. You start legalizing shit like that. Yeah, this is. I move to Canada. These are the end of times. That's crazy. How how can you say consent? Is it consensual? Both parties agree. How can a fucking four year old agree to some? 
Like I just said, a four-year-old don't even know all their colors, let alone know their body parts to consent into anything. That's insane. When, when just just uh, before these laws, these laws pass, just before these laws, it's considered what statutory rape if you have sex with if a if a uh, if an eighteen-year-old would have sex with a thirteen or fourteen-year-old, that's considered. Even a seventeen-year-old, right? Because you're not considered adult till eighteen. So if you have sex with a seventeen-year-old, well, it, though, it, there, there's, there's a four. I think there's three, three to four years that you can go into before it's considered statutory rape. Huh? Yeah. Every a every state has different like legal. Yeah. Age. But I'm, I was just saying though. But yeah, it's seventeen. You can make. I mean, you know, you want to have sex or not at at fucking seventeen? You're in high school, so. And like just then, that that could be considered rape, but now you're trying to legalize. It's okay to fucking have sex with a four-year-old. What the fuck is right? What is happening? Okay, so what did we say the topic was? The normalization, the normalization of, pedophilia. of pedophilia. I thought we changed that. Why thing. is pedophilia being? Yeah, we did change it. Normalized. Yeah, why is yeah, it normalized? Normalized. Yeah. All right, so I'm trying to think of something I want to thank everybody for joining us, and I hope everybody that joined us this week can join us next week for an even deeper topic, which cool. is Man. I don't even want to say it. Yeah, I know. Bad. I don't even feel right saying it either. Why is pedophilia? Why is pedophilia being normalized? Being normalized. In, in today's society. In today's society. So, we coming back next week, then we coming back with a vengeance. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, be safe and cherish the time that you have with the people that are still here because, you know, we never know when it's our time. And um, I thank everybody that was on here. Thank everybody for listening. And we out. God, America. God bless you. <laughs> Hang up, Mrs. Murray. We love you, Mama. We at Keeping 100 with True Murray and JJ support the Black Lives Matter movement. We stand behind black people. I am a proud black man. Black is beautiful. And rest in peace to all of the black people who have been murdered by police brutality. Thank you for supporting Keep It 100 with True Murray and JJ. And yes, Black Lives Matter. Thank you for listening.